Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning, crew. Ken Crotch, you look like you're in a cabin. Oh, hold on. We can't hear you, Ken. There you go. There you go. I got gotcha. you. Yep, I'm up at the cabin. Awesome. Today. Yeah. Love it. So, guys, we've got an amazing guest host today for Tactical Tuesday. Tactical Tuesday is where we get specific with, uh, you know, what's working in people's businesses and things you can actually use and put into action. I know we do a lot of high-level stuff, but I like to get down and dirty and go uh, a little deeper on Tuesdays. Um, yeah, absolutely. And Zach wants me to uh, to mention we have an Ask Me Anything. Will you put the details, Zach, so I can see the time and date into the chat box and I will happily mention those. Um, so uh, we've got a, an Ask Me Anything with an Instagram expert. She's been on uh, doing some tactical trainings with us before. It's Wednesday the 30th. So coming up next week, Zach, just put the link in the chat for those of you on live with us, uh, 1.30 Pacific, 4.30 Eastern. Um, you can click that link to register for the... Uh, for the Ask Me Anything with our Instagram expert. All right, but back to this morning. So let me tell you a little about who Ken Krotz is. Ken is an amazing agent and team leader from the uh, Seattle, Washington area. He is an icon agent with eXp Realty. So for those of you, most of you guys are with, uh, a lot of you are with eXp Realty. You're part of our crew here. Um, but if you are, you know, you're a guest from another brokerage, what that means is it's an award based on selling a lot of houses. Right, so Ken is uh, pretty much the highest level of award that you can get. Uh, it means that they uh, they gave him sixteen thousand dollars in stock, which is pretty cool. But it also means he knows how to sell houses. And um, I want to dive into some of the unique things Ken has done. Because Ken, how many years have you been in real estate for now? Uh, Thirty-five. Thirty-five long years. Yeah. So longer than most of us have even like been contemplating what houses are, right? Right. I mean, I've been I've been in real estate 17 years, which sounds like a long time to me, but this is a this is, you you are a veteran. So um I want to start off with though first, you've done a lot of work and, and just so people can kind of frame this up, for you personally, the houses you sell, what percentage would you say is on the listing side, what percentage on the buyer side, just roughly? Um, well, for our team, it's uh, probably a 70-30 split, 70% listings and 30% sales. I sell a house uh, occasionally, but uh, most of the house selling is done by my team. Yeah. So, so you're, a, you're a listing expert. Yes. Listing is what I like to do. Yeah. And it fits his personality style. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about that. But uh, I, I want to talk about he's he's done some pretty unique programs with investors lately. And can we start off with Ken? Um, just the, uh, you know, going to a potential seller and letting them know that they have a, a, a you know, a, ca- a cash offer on the table. How have you leveraged that? And has that been something that's been fairly successful for you lately? How have you been working with that program? Yeah, you're uh, you're referring to iBuyers or institutional investors. And uh, these, these tend to be... Um, uh, Wall Street backed or backed by large sums of money uh, from private investors. So I have uh, I work with a, an iBuyer that's publicly traded, and I have another one that is uh, private. And uh, what we you know iBuyers have a, a very specific buy box, 
And that's generally when you're uh, when you're looking, when you have an iBuyer, you know, you can identify those houses. And so what we did with our iBuyer here, they currently own 4,000 houses in the King County or the Puget Sound area. Uh, I, I was on a golf outing with a guy and he told me what he's looking for. And I figured, hey, I can f- find that. So uh, we went into the tax records and located those and just uh, all those properties and started outbound marketing to them. I love and, it. Uh, yeah, it was a brute force campaign at first with uh, seven ISAs out of the Philippines. That didn't work so well. Uh, yeah, we learned that you have to be more subtle. And um, you know, when you're when you're doing any kind of cold contacting uh, or even cold in con- inbound, you have to the statistically you have to contact people 19 times nowadays before they will respond. And it, when I say 19 times, that means. We, we call and left a message. We sent a text message. We sent an email. Uh, they went and saw us on Facebook. They got a, another drip email. They got an e-newsletters. You can contact people through a variety of uh, means in order to get up to that 19 to get them to respond. And, and that's what we're finding. A year later, I don't have the seven ISAs, but we built this enormous database of people who had raised their hands. And now we're just recontacting everybody uh, you know, repeatedly till we get to that point. And the fun part is, is a year later, we created a database of about 14,000 individuals and uh, they're calling like their old friends. So it's, it's really fun. That's cool. I mean, and, and, and just to, to frame this up, I mean, you've taken, I remember when the, uh, so, so in Seattle, you have an inventory challenge, just like everywhere else in the country. And you right, went out and you right. said, I'm going to go listen to houses. Uh, I don't know if you have the numbers. I mean, so by the way, I, I made Ken jump on this morning. He's up in the cabin. He's been taking three weeks to like enjoy life in the wilderness. I'm like, come on, get on Agent Power. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. I'll do it. So that's why he's got this why wonderful not? cabin background. So do you, I don't know if you know your numbers off the top of your head, but just roughly, you know, listings taken in the last couple of months, weeks, however long. I mean, are you still taking a ton of listings for, from this? Yeah, I'm. I'm taking what well, even at the cab now. I'm taking uh, one to one and a half listings a week. Okay, so take so my so I, I so okay. I just hop in the car, go to listing appointments, uh, and come back. And I if, love it. You no, know, if you think about it, you know, if you're if you're an agent, really, what is what are the things that only you can do? Uh, uh, and for me, that's going out, doing the listing pres- presentation, taking a listing. And almost everything else can be uh, assigned to uh, the team, our, our team members. I have a great staff and uh, they can do all the marketing. They can do all the inputting. They can do all the follow-up. Uh, and I just stay in contact with our clients and take the listings and really manage some of the contract negotiations where we get into uh, some challenges. So that doesn't require a lot of time. How long does the listing presentation take? You tell me, how long does your listing presentation take? It takes me about an hour if I'm taking a <laughs> listing. I love so, it. Yeah, so if you if you're taking two listings a week, you're now two hours in, so add another four hours for travel time, you're six hours in. So now there's six hours of time that only you can really do during the week and maybe an hour or two of uh you know high level negotiations and there and the rest can be assignable. And um so really you can live a wonderful life in real estate if you you know learn to delegate and use a simple philosophy to um pick those uh, activities that you choose to do. And what I and let me I'll, I'll let me I'll let me uh, dig into that a little bit. I follow I follow a simple philosophy of anything that we put into our business. Number 1, it's got to be sustainable. You have to be able to continue to do it in, uh, indefinitely. 
Number two, uh, it's got to be duplicatable. You got to be able to do it over and over and over, get the same result. Number three, it's got to be scalable. Can I 10 exit? Can I put a zero on the end of it and, and 10 exit? And number four, it's got to be assignable. So if you, when you employ anything in your business, if it's duplicatable, sustainable, scalable, and assignable, you, know, you eliminate 99% of the things that people are trying to sell you in real estate and you drill down onto the few things that can really make a big difference over time in your real estate business. I love sense? that. I, I, it absolutely makes sense and I love it. And it's, it really sounds like it's also the uh, following the 80-20 rule that uh, 20% of, uh, of your effort produces 80% of the results, right? If you're drilling down into what the, uh, the most important functions are, that's that 80-20 rule, correct? Hold on a second. I had a little, I'm having a little over here. We hear you. You hear us? I'm going to I'm gonna have to turn you up on the uh, phone. All right, go ahead. I was just saying, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's that 80, 20 rule. It's, it sounds like you're, you're doing, you know, 20% of your effort is creating 80% of your results. So you're really drilling down and focusing on what those highest dollar productive activities are. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You, you really want to identify those things that, that you need to do as an agent, those really important decisions that need to be made when you're negotiation, those really important face-to-face -face relationship building things that, that uh, really only you can do because you're the face of the team. Because really people will do business with you, with you when they know, like, and then trust you. So you can build a lot of that through social media and repeated contact, but at some point it needs to be, it really needs to be you. It needs to be, uh, and, and I like being, I like being, I like being Jerry Maguire. I like being the guy in the living rooms and in the kitchens of the, uh, of the American family. So I enjoy that part. But so that's why I like, like to do that myself. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go back. And uh, um, I want to talk about you. You just said something before that kind of uh, uh, it blew my mind that you have this stat. You said it's taking on average 19 contacts for someone to respond to you, right? Yeah, that's a statistic I got from Christian Mayshore. Okay. So 19 contacts for someone to respond to you. And I mean, you are, but by the way, guys, when he was talking about those institutional buyers, if you don't have you know, a buyer that buys 4,000, uh, it, it owns 4,000 properties. All of you that are with eXp already, you do have access to, to an iBuyer program through instant, uh, through express offers. So make sure you check that out if you know about it, because you can, you can do exactly what Ken is talking about and go build a database, reach out to people, bring them. You can learn what the buy box is, what criteria these institutional investors are looking for, and you can go out and find these properties for them in your area. Uh, I mean, and Ken's not targeting people on market. You're targeting people that haven't even raised their hand to sell yet, correct, Ken? Absolutely. Uh, and what, well, a lot of what we're doing is we're, we're advertising that cash offer. And as a result, the people that respond to cash offer advertisements, they, they can be distressed or you'd be, I was shocked at how big of a market there is of people that want to sell their house, but don't want to use an agent. I mean, they really don't want to use an agent. They'll sell their house for less if they don't have to use an agent. It's nothing against us. It is kind of against us, but not, I'm not saying it, you know, that we should take umbrage with this. It's just realize that there's a lot of people out there that will respond to a cash offer. And so the fun part is, if somebody responds with a cash offer, I go in and I re I, I'm, I'll contact them. We have an appointment. I go in and I say, I'm representing you. Here's, here's the market value of your house. 
if we retail, if we sell it right now and fix it up, here's the, here's the value of you don't have to fix it up. Because that's a lot of reasons they don't want to use an agent is because they feel like they have to do all their deferred maintenance. And here's what a cash buyer will pay. And the cash buyers right now are paying pretty close to retail. I mean, um, and that you give them the choice. So now, so in reality, most of the cash buyer uh, respondents to our marketing end up listing their houses for sale. So through, and, that con- through that conversation when you get there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, we show up and we provide them alternatives. How many other buyers are going to, how many other agents are showing up and giving them alternatives? They sell it right now as is flexible closing date, all cash, no appraisal, no headaches, no nitpicky buyers, no nitpicky inspectors. Uh, or you can sell the house as is without fixing it up in a retail sense, but you have to put it on the market or we can help you fix it up uh, or tell you what to do to fix it up to get top value. Hmm. It's a menu. They just pick what they want. And on the first one, when you said, you know, no continue. I mean, you rattle off some real estate terms. I'm imagining at the top level marketing, when you're putting this out there, that not all homeowners understand all those technical real estate parts. Right. What do you think are the driving causes when someone responds to an ad that says, hey, I, I'm going to get a guaranteed cash offer on my house and they can sell without an agent? What are the underlying causes? What's the, that you're targeting to with that ad? Um. Well, the underlying cause, the underlying reasons that they're giving us, uh, in in my experience, is that they've got years and years of deferred maintenance. They haven't taken care of their house. It's a it could be a pigsty. I mean, some of them can be really rough, and they just moving is mentally all just overwhelming. And then the thought of having to get caught up on five, ten, twenty years of uh, deferred maintenance is usually too much for them. That's you know that's honestly really what it is. It's just a, it's this, it's a bullet. It, it's the um, thing in the in the corner that they don't want to have to deal with, and so they'll sell their house for less and just have the convenience of to move to move on. And they'll sell their house for three, four, five, sometimes ten percent under market. Interesting. And 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 so for you guys who are crafting content on right for, for marketing whether ads or on facebook or videos or anything as you're as you're talking around this point um it's a uh, it's really interesting that i would target that ease of not needing to do some of this maintenance right being able to avoid doing some of those it, it's pretty interesting yeah the the our what's our motto our our, our tagline is uh sold without the hassle of selling so love it. All right. So sold out of hassle sold of selling. Sold out so, the hassle of selling. So do you repeat that? So when we talk about these 19 touches, right? Are you mm-hmm. repeating it that in various versions throughout the 19 touches? What what sort of a message? Because are you, I mean, are these are are you are is someone raising their hand and responding to you, or is it more just like you got an initial like sort of halfway hand raise and then you just keep dripping on them and call, texting, emailing, retargeting to them over the course of a year? Uh. Yes. <laughs> and so, you know, sometimes they come in hot, but that's, we really, we refer to those as lightning strikes. Uh, I mean, there's, there's always lightning strikes and everybody wants a lightning strike, which is I made a phone call, I made an appointment and it's a real live, real live prospect. Uh, the, the money in real estate is made in follow-up. If you want sustainable, continuous income, you you create your follow up system that is duplicatable, sustainable, assignable, and scalable. 
right? You know, all of our follow, I don't have to do any of my follow up, right? Because it follows all those rules. But we've got 14,000 people that are some, all of them are somewhere in that follow up process. And my average seller right now, I've contact, I've been in contact with for a year at some level. Wow. So, so you just got to stay, you have to stay in front of their face. Now, a big red button for me is all of our real estate CRMs have drip campaigns that last typically a maximum of six weeks. The average buyer takes or seller takes 400 days to make the decision to find to finally sell. So what happens after six weeks? Everybody's real estate CRM drip campaign stops, right? And you still have 300 and 300 and, uh, and 50 days to go. <laughs> so design your systems. We do um, like a monthly e-newsletter and, um, you know, Facebook is out. Awesome. You, we keep adding to our uh, custom audience. Our whole database is a custom audience. Just keep adding to them and put out regular content and send out a monthly e-newsletter to stay in front of people. Oh, you, you got you got muted again. There you go. Oh, I'm sorry. I keep having phone calls coming in. I know it is. We, we heard you. So you said keep adding to, to to your keep adding to your uh, your new, your custom audience. I mean that was really so, so. Let's let's break that down because that was a lot in like two minutes. I want to break it down because you said first of all, the good news is for anyone listening to this, their business can be a heck of a lot better twelve months from now, but they have to start today doing the follow-up, right? That it's going to require because if you're starting from zero, you got to do something to make money to find those lightning strikes now, connecting with as many people as possible. But if you already have some income coming in, this is building like, I'm I'm assuming it doesn't take exactly 12 months, but like six months, you start to get a few, nine months, you get more. But if on average, the listings are... Go ahead. So, okay. So if I was brand new or into business and I was at, you know, five to 10 deals and I wanted to go to 20, I would start... I would start running campaigns. I get uh, if you're an EXP, you, you Express Offers is a just a gift. So get signed up for Express Offers, but start advertising to catch buyers, and then be very diligent about responding to everybody that comes through because you will get those lightning strikes, and you'll you'll have some income that comes in fairly consistently. But don't forget all the ones that didn't respond immediately. Get them in a simple system that follows up every every month and, and sends out weekly content via Facebook as a custom audience and just keep adding to that. Because if you're making outbound calls and you're advertising and responding to people, you're gonna do some business. You're gonna you're gonna do your 10 deals, you're, do, you're gonna do 12 deals. It'll it'll happen. But in a year, people start calling you. In a year, you reach out to them to follow up. Uh, and um and they will they will know who you are. Uh, I also use a couple of other systems for follow up. Number one, I uh, for buyers we use Ylopo. So for those of you that don't know Ylopo, that it really works well for buyers. It hooks into your CRMs. Uh, it allows people to search and then continually recontact them and retargets them with similar properties and alerts you when somebody's active. So that's for buyers. I know they have a seller program too, but I'm not using it. Uh, and for sellers, I use a program called Home Homebot. 
you might might have heard of HomeBot. What HomeBot is, it's is it's a valuation tool that sellers can use and modify their they can modify their property statistics. They can change the value. They can see what happens if they pay off their loan a little bit early. It's eye candy for sellers. We hook them into that, and so the, the buyers get eye candy, the sellers get eye candy, and and the beauty of these two systems is is once somebody goes active, somebody starts poking around, we they raise their hands. I get an alert. Guess what? That's who I call. So these are people that are now. So we've our system is really set up so that act when buyers and sellers become active, we get alerted, and that's when we contact them outbound calling because you can't call everybody. You need to do the numbers are too big for you to outbound call everybody. Does that make sense? So we use systems to to give. Uh, buyers and sellers eye candy and when they get when they become active we get the alert then we outbound call to them and we always have a reason to call hey you checked out your house are you thinking about selling it would you like an accurate market analysis or for the buyers you looked at one two three b street four times let's take a look at it. you want to go take a look at it or, or can i get some information from the listing agent that isn't covered in the listing i love super it. easy i love it all right so so, so on the on the seller side uh, Homebot, are, are you using, you mentioned a monthly newsletter, are you using a separate monthly letter newsletter in addition yeah. to Homebot or, okay. So you have a monthly yeah, newsletter, use, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I use housesenders.com, it's free. I don't pay anything for it. And I, cool. We send out like 9,000 a month. Cool, so you've got house senders plus Homebot. Yes. Plus the Facebook anything. ads. Plus Facebook ads. Yeah, I'm pinging, I'm pinging people in several different directions. Uh, okay, so as an agent, when we're communicating, our job is to inform, all right, what's going on in the market. Uh, the sellers want to know their house, where house is worth. Buyers want to know where they can find a house these days. Uh, entertain, send them some fun stuff. Uh, like, you know, I'm up at the cabin. I've got three chainsaws, and so I'm goofing around, and I did a, uh, I, I did a chainsaw sculpture of a Sasquatch because. This is a VRBO and a Sasquatch Lodge. So I've got some time lapses of me with a chainsaw carving out a Sasquatch, you know, just to entertain people. Uh, and then to educate. What's going on in the market? What's it mean uh, with the inflation? Are lumber prices coming down? You want to give, the, you want to tell them what they don't know, they don't know. So, you know, for lumber prices, I started looking at lumber futures and lumber futures have been dropping like a rock, meaning lumber prices are coming down. And everybody, you know, that's something people didn't realize. They just think lumber is super expensive and so they can't build anything. So you want to inform, entertain and educate. So uh, it, it shouldn't, don't just fill your feeds and all your all, all your communication shouldn't be, I listed a house, I sold a house, I listed a house, I sold a house. It needs to be, you need to be a real person and have a variety of information going out to them. I love it. I love it. This is so much good information, by the way, in a short period of time. I hope people are taking notes because that inform, educate, or inform, entertain, educate, right? That was the, yes. that, that was the last one we just, we just did. Um, and I also love the fact that after 35 years in the business, because you started out old school, lots of phone calls, yeah. hand-to-hand combat, you are still working in so many systems to follow that, to, to, to create some leverage in your life. All right. Well, yeah, you know, when I, in 1986, before the PC, I, you, you know, people walk into the office uh, and you make a you know, hundred calls, you'd, you'd sell a house, but that's, that's changed. But the beauty of today is, 
of, of we can reach out, we can we can literally touch hundreds of thousands of people from our desktop and never leave the house. And so you just have to adapt to the times, you know. Uh, and so I love I, I love what I do here because I'm up the cabin. And I've been listing houses since I've been here. Uh, so we can do it via Zoom, uh, or I'm I'm happy to hop in a car and drive back over the mountains and and do a listing appointment for somebody who's going to list a five hundred thousand dollar house and we're going to make fifteen grand or twenty grand on it, whatever. I'm that's no that's a no brainer. Let, let's talk Zoom versus in person for a few minutes because I, I like this. This is tactical. As the world opens back up, and I know in Washington, every state's a little different, but as the world mainly opens back up from a coronavirus, um, from all the regulations, are you still doing a lot of listing appointments over Zoom? Are you back to in person? Do you have a preference? I would. I prefer to do them in Zoom. I would like to do more in Zoom. I've been doing them since before Zoom when we were using Join.me. Uh, it, you you know, an online listing presentation is actually it can be more powerful because you have your your whole PC here. You can move through multiple screens and explain. And you could do a better analysis via Zoom than you can in person because in person you have you you're just limited. You're either you have what you packed in. Um, I do I do probably only fifteen to twenty percent of my appointments are via Zoom. I'd like to see that be higher uh, and people are more and more accepting of that. So um, I, I really like them. And I think I get just as good a connection with people as, uh, as uh, we do in person. So, but you have to set it up. You have to have your presentation ready. I have a great office manager. She's in the other room listening to me. And when, when I go for a close, anything else before we start the paperwork, uh, they say no. She hits the go button, and and the uh, authentic sign document arrives. We share screen, and I walk them through signing the document. So one thing I did find: if you hang up on them before they've signed, you're going to lose a majority of your deals. They're going to something's going to change. So you, it's just like being in person. If you walk out the door without the listing signed, you know your chances are you're not going to get it. So have your your systems have to be set up and your so that you walk them through it and they share screen and they can share screen. You can say yeah, sign here, sign there, and and walk you know get it signed right there on the spot. I, I love that, guys. Okay, we only have a couple minutes left, but that was really important. If you're going to do a listing appointment or a buyer consultation over Zoom, and if you have someone in the back office, great. If not, set it up yourself so that you have it all queued up that you can literally click send from whatever electronic signature program you use while you are still on Zoom with them. And then Ken, you said, walk me through. So, so, you, so someone in your back office, click send, and then you share screen or they, you, who shares their I'll screen? I'll say, Jesse, just take a second here. Let's check your email because Roberta just sent you the listing paperwork. And I want to go through the disclosure with you line by line so we make sure. Uh, and so they'll, they'll, okay, I got it. I said, open it up. They open it up, say, okay, on your Zoom screen, click the green button. You're going to share your screen with me and I'll walk you through and answer any questions you have about the paperwork. And then they it. just go right through and uh, fine. I mean, it's super any, easy. Any pushback on that or the same as being in person where you get objections or do you, do you typically handle the objections before you email the paperwork over? Um, objections are typically handled beforehand. You're, you know, if you're getting objections, your, your objections should all be handled in your presentation, by the way. 
but if you get objections, uh, we handle them typically before. Uh, they, I get a definitive agreement before we go into the paperwork. But you've got to really gauge your prospect, too. If they're not technically savvy, um, you know, you've got to gauge that. Some some people just can't figure out how to push the button and make it work. And so, you know, you go visit them. Yeah, I love it. This is so much good stuff in a short period of time, Ken. We got two minutes left, amazingly. Anything? Amazing. Any, <laughs> any any last anything thoughts feedback you want to leave people with today? Um, yeah, use your CRMs. Uh, the CRMs today are so awesome. Uh, they most of them will text. Uh, you know, all of them will email. Take the time uh, to do what we are as an agent typically reticent to do, and that's to take the time to set up your CRM for more than just a uh, an appointment and phone call reminder. Um, send out emails and send out newsletters and use your CRM because they're all designed to be really powerful. And if you use the one you have uh, that you're already familiar with and just dig into uh, using it to its Bit, you know, greatest capacity for you, you'll start making money sooner than later. I love it. I love it. Ken, as always, you're a wealth of knowledge, man. Yeah. We, we, have a, uh, we have a past Ask Me Anything with Ken recorded uh, that you guys can go back and listen to. Uh, that uh, I don't know, Zach, if you can find a link quick enough. Otherwise, check, check out our YouTube channel or the Facebook group. We have a website launching shortly, but uh, reach out to Ken. And oh, there we go. He, yeah. Zach just dropped the link in the chat. Reach out to Ken. And guys, whoever invited you to this call, if you have questions about anything we talked about, I know we, we don't always talk about too many uh, EXP specific things, but if you have questions like, what's this express offer, this iBuyer program they're talking about? Reach out to whoever invited you on this call so that we can uh, fill you in on details because there's some pretty cool stuff going on. Ken? Oh, that's really great. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank, thank you for inviting me. Yeah. Everybody have a powerful Tuesday. Remember, sometimes you got to get a little uncomfortable. You got to get a little uncomfortable to be great. That's how it works, right? So get out Lean there. Lean into it. Let's do get it. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Have a good day, Ken. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.